For whoever has despised the day of small things. Can you say with me the day of small things? The day of small things. So here's a question. There's a question in in this passage. Sometimes God asks a question in, uh, in the Bible. So we will figure out the answer. And uh, we should consider, is it me? Is it me? And, and so God is asking, for whoever has despised the day of small things shall rejoice and shall see the plumb line in the hand of Zerubbabel. These seven are the eyes of the Lord which range through the whole earth. So here's a scripture talking about some mysterious things. And it talks about the seven eyes of the Lord before uh, this actually uh, is talking about seven lamps and seven spirits. So it comes from this, uh, this chapter. Sorry, someone is calling. I don't want to answer. <laughs> so there's, there's this uh, uh, um, mention to seven lamps, seven eyes, and seven spirits. And it's kind of a mysterious thing. And, and then uh, it says uh, here, on ch- also in chapter 3, about uh, a stone with seven, seven eyes. So, uh, you know, it's from this passage that uh, in Jewish uh, religion or culture, uh, you get the, these menorahs. The menorah, which, which is a lampstand with seven lamps. So it has the arms and the lamps. And, and so this is uh, from uh, this passage of Scripture. Also, we know that in the um, uh, initial tabernacle of the Lord, in the holy place, there's also a lampstand lamp uh, shaped uh, like this. So uh, it's, it's a symbolic uh, object uh, that uh, Zechariah is seeing. And in this context of talking about the seven eyes, the seven spirits, then on this verse 10 of chapter 4, we get to the verse that I just read. That says, for who has despised the day of small things. And then it says, for these seven lamps are, and it mentions the Spirit of the Lord. We know that the Spirit of the Lord in the, the book of Isaiah, prophet Isaiah, describes the seven spirits of the Lord. And I'm not going to talk about this today. But it's one Holy Spirit that manifests in these different things. And seven is the number of God. And so the seven lamps on uh, this chapter 4 are no doubt the Spirit of the Lord. So it's saying, who has despised the day of small things? And then says, but the Spirit of the Lord will change the circumstances. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and again, it, before it's talking about this stone, and over the stone there are seven uh, eyes. And, and so the stone, we know it's Christ. Christ is the rock. Christ is the Savior. It's the rock of our salvation. I'm trying just to give you context on this, and, and I want, to, uh, want you to apply this to your own life. Because sometimes we despise the day of small things. We despise 
it's, it's like we don't, do not give importance to, to a small thing. Listen, I, I've uh, been a pastor for more than 30 years, and I've pastored in churches with thousands of people. Now I'm pastoring in a small church. And, and so sometimes it's, it's hard when, uh, when you're used to uh, have uh, a, a certain type of ministry, then do another one or restart and see things small. But I've learned this from the Lord many years ago. One day I was uh, uh, walking down the beach and, uh, and I, I picked uh, a shell, a, a really small shell of a, of a sea, like a sea snail. And, uh, and I look at the shell and there was a bigger shell, <coughs> much bigger to the side. And I compared both. And I, looking at both, I saw that the big uh, shell, that th those that we can put on our ear and kind of hear the ocean. It's not the ocean, it's the wind inside the shell. And compared with the small one, I noticed that they were exactly the same. It, it was like a miniature of the big one, the, the small one. And, and so, uh, uh, and, and the Lord spoke to me that many times we, as humans, we see things by size, God sees differently. And when we're talking about the kingdom of God, what's uh, really important, what is really important, it's for us to acknowledge that everything that God starts, starts small. I had the, this privilege of being with my grandchildren uh, this, this past two, two weeks and uh, seeing the babies, it's it, it, like it melts our heart because we see them, the little feet, the little guys, and, and uh, they, they're still uh, full of potential. Uh, they don't speak. They, they're starting to crawl. They don't walk yet. They, they try to uh, mimic what we do. And we look at those babies and we kind of find them cute. And we have quite a few uh, ne here next door on the, on the other room uh, uh, learning the uh, scripture. And, and we see them and sometimes we, we, we question ourselves, what is this child going to be one day? I don't know if your daughter is going to be the Prime Minister of Canada. She can't be. We, we look at them and we see them so small. And uh, I, I wonder if your kids are going to be the cure for cancer. Or something extraordinary. Because the potential is there, like it is in you, like it is in me. And so sometimes when, when we, we see a child, we don't know what that child is going to be. Uh, I, I was uh, um, an athlete before uh, um, I came to Canada. Uh, I'm not an athlete anymore, but uh, I used to train in a stadium. And in that stadium, there, there was the junior team starting to train too. Uh, and, uh, and then later, I saw the kids playing. I think I saw uh, once uh, the kid that became one of the greatest soccer players in the world, Ronaldo. So I think I saw him when I, he was a little kid. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. But when I was looking at those kids playing, I thought, well, they're trying their best, but poor kids. I wasn't seeing their potential. And, and so sometimes it's like this. We don't see the potential. In a job you do. 
maybe you apply to this new job and you're doing this job and you, you see uh, uh, your work has no value, but you don't know what God is able to do with you. Listen, my God was able to pick up Joseph from, a, a jail, from jail and put him as the prime minister of the most powerful nation on earth at those, in those days, the Egypt. So my God is able to pick up any of you and make something extraordinary with you. Just believe it. So in everything you do, in Zechariah 4.4, uh, as, as Zechariah was seeing these visions, uh, it's kind of weird, a, a stone with eyes. You know, I've never seen a stone with eyes. I guess the eyes moved and blinked and they were looking at him. And then he sees this lampstand and, and he's asking, what, what is the meaning of this? He's asking the Lord. You know, when you have a vision, you should ask the Lord, what is the meaning? And so right after this comes the most famous passage or verse in this passage. In verses 5 and 6, it says, And the angel who spoke with me answered and said to me, Do you not know what these are? And I said, No, sir. And he answered and spoke to me, saying, This is the word of Jehovah to Zerubbabel, which is the high priest, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says Jehovah of hosts, says the Lord. So the, I love this scripture, you know. It's, it's because we know it's not my, by might or by power, but by the spirit of the Lord. And so in the context of uh, what's happening, uh, I'll tell you uh, what, what was taking place. Jerusalem has been destroyed many times by the enemies. And the temple of God, the temple of Solomon, was destroyed. And so they're doing an attempt to rebuild the temple. But the temple is nothing to compare with the first one, with the, the original temple that was built in Jerusalem. And some people are mocking. They're saying, oh, look at that. It's just a handful of people. Uh, look at this. It's just a, a few stones. So what are, what are they doing? And, and, and the, the angel of the Lord opens the eyes of the prophet to show him something. And doesn't show the full temple. Doesn't show what's going to happen. Doesn't show the glory. It, it, the, the angel shows a number of things and shows the spirit of the Lord. A lampstand with seven lamps. And so he's kind of lost and, and asks, uh, please, uh, sir, he, he's respectful with the angel. I, I don't know the meaning. Because the angel says, you don't know the meaning. No, I don't know the meaning. The meaning is this. It's not by might. It's not by power. But it's the spirit of the Lord that is going to do these things. And the scripture that we started with that says, do not despise the day of small things, is to tell the prophet and to tell the high priest, so the prophet will tell Zerubbabel, which was the high priest, tell him, do not despise these small beginnings. Do not think they're not important, because they are. But know this, in spite of a small beginning, at the end, the Spirit of the Lord is going to do something powerful. 
Because whenever the Spirit of God is involved in something with someone, something powerful is about to happen. And you need to believe this for your life, for your personal life, for your family, for your marriage. Believe this for your church, for whatever you do. That when you walk with the Spirit of the Lord, when the Spirit of God is in you, you can expect something extraordinary to happen. And people around may even mock you. They may even tease you. They may say, I, I've seen this uh, many times during my life in ministry. People that say, oh, look at uh, those guys. It's such a, a, just a handful of people. Uh, you know, who, who, do, who do they think they are? I, I remember the first church that I planted in a heavy Roman Catholic place. And that uh, traditional church was opposing the opening of an evangelical church. And, and so they were attacking us and uh, uh, mocking and doing all sorts uh, of things. We, uh, we rented a place very similar to this one. And they had those uh, processions passing with the saint and uh, thousands of people. And uh, it, we were on the main street. And they would stop with the idol in front of our door during our church time. And they, they stopped there praying Hail Marys that will close the door. And we were there just uh, uh, speaking against the powers of hell and the powers of idolatry and all that. And God moved in a supernatural way, removed that uh, religious priest, brought in a new priest that believed in the Bible, and we became friends. And so he will send people to our church. And at one point, people weren't mocking anymore of that tiny little group that was uh, about the size that we have here today because we started to, be, uh, to become an influence in all that region. And today... 30 years later, the church is there, strong. They have a food bank. They have a, a, a whole uh, work uh, with, uh, with the population, and they're very respected. But God started with a small group, with a tiny group. That's the case of a church. But in our personal life, we have moments like this, where uh, we're maybe doing a job that we don't like that much. But we know God placed me here for a reason. Or maybe you're, you're in a situation, in an organization, that you think you don't have a big voice to change things, but you do. So the question that uh, starts, uh, um, you know, the, the, this answer from the angel is the question, who despised the work of the Lord? And, it, and, and then it says, but those who despise the, despise the work of the Lord will have a great joy in them because they will see the seven lamps, the seven spirits. And God will use you, God uses small things. You know, centuries later, Jesus is teaching his disciples. And in Luke chapter 17, verses 5 and 6, uh, it says, The apostles said to the Lord, Increase our faith. And the Lord said, If you had faith, as a grain of mustard seed, you may say into, uh, into this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root and be thou planted in the sea, and it should obey you. An impossible thing. A tree planted in, in the sea? I've never seen that. 
I've never seen an ocean that grows trees. But, but Jesus is telling them something truly impossible. And then he says also, if you have faith like this, you can tell this mount, mountain to, uh, 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 to disappear and to uh, uh, go deep down into the ocean and it shall obey you. So it tells that we can change physical circumstances that look like impossible through our faith. And he said, not big faith, but faith like a mustard seed, the smallest of the seeds. And, and, and so in our personal life, we cannot despise the size of the mustard seed that is so small. Because the potential for the tree is there on the seed. Like when you look into a small child, into your children, you, uh, you, you see them small. But the potential is there for greatness. So don't be sidetracked by how things may appear. But look at what God may do with them. Don't think of yourself as, as, a, as, a, as defeated, as a failure. Uh, sometimes we do, all of us. We, we think, oh, I'm failing at doing this. I'm not being able uh, to succeed. I'm not successful at, uh, uh, in my business. I'm not successful in my marriage. I'm not successful as a mother or as a father. And we all have these moments in which we uh, uh, look at ourselves and we're disappointed. But if you have faith, if you have God in you, you will look uh, through God's glasses, through God's eyes, and you will see small things big. Let me give you just before I conclude a few examples of small things that you should not neglect or look down. Don't despise the small things of prayer. Sometimes we pray and we think, oh, what, what can God do? God can pick up your prayer, your words, and change circumstances in a person, in a city, in a company, in a, in, in a whole region, in a nation. Don't despise prayer, your prayers. Don't despise also small things that we, you do for a local church. Even if it's, you know, just sharing a little word, uh, doing uh, some service with these cameras, doing some service with the kids, doing something in your local church. Do not despise that because God can use you in a way that you don't even imagine. Don't despise small things on working in insignificant places like, you know, uh, volunteer to work with the children. You look at the kids, you don't know. One of those kids is going to be someone that will change the world, that will impact the world, and your words can impact that child. So do not despise these things. Don't despise when you read the Bible daily. Don't think, oh, this is not important to read my Bible. It is very important because it's through the reading of the Bible that your faith is nourished. That God can speak to you and that you can be led to give the step of faith that will change the circumstances of your life. Don't despise also putting sin to death. When you say, I'm not going to do this because God is not pleased with this thing. I'm not going to do this because uh, this is a sin against my family. I'm not going to do this because this is a sin 
for in, in God's eyes. You know, each time you say no to sin, you have a victory and you glorify Christ. Don't despise small things like a small church plant like this. Because you don't know what God can do with a small group of people that are committed to Christ, committed to the Word of God. I've seen this over and over and over. And, and, and so sometimes uh, we do not understand that the way that God populates heaven is through church plants. It, it's not those big uh, events that you sometimes attend or see where you see thousands of people that come to Christ. Well, coming to Christ is important. But if you, people come to Christ and they're not established in the kingdom, they will continue lost. So don't allow your eyes to deceive you, but value what God is doing. A great preacher of two centuries ago, his name was Spurgeon. He was considered the prince of preachers. And there's extensive transcripts of his messages. And I was reading a passage of Spurgeon on this Bible verse that I'm sharing with you. I was doing a research. I said, oh, Spurgeon said this about the day of small things. He, he said the following. This is old English. It is a very great folly to despise the day of small things, for it is usually God's way to begin his great works with small things. The stream commences with but a gentle rivulet, but it flows on till it becomes a brook and anon a river, perhaps the mighty Amazon, ere its course is run. So uh, I was in South America, and I've seen uh, one of the rivers that is considered the Amazon River, the source of the Amazon River. There's a couple of rivers in that region, and the Amazon River is the biggest river in the world. It crosses a number of countries, mainly in Brazil, and it's so big to give you the greatness of the river. There's more varieties of fish in the Amazon River than in all the oceans of the earth combined. That's how big that river is. You know, there's fish that are as big as this stage. And I uh, ate a few of those uh, species. And, uh, and, and so it's a huge, huge river. But it starts in a small spring. So, and this is the example of Spurgeon. He's saying, do not uh, look at, uh, at this small source just thinking, oh, what a small source, because it can uh, grow, it has many affluents, and then it becomes a mighty river, like the Nile River or these big uh, rivers. And God delights in taking something insignificant and make something important out of it. So this is the, the way I would like to conclude uh, this meditation. Because if you read the book of Zechariah, and this part of the visions, it, it's like very confusing because it talks about seven lamps and a stone with seven eyes and the seven spirits. It may be very confusing, but it's not. It starts by a question. Because the prophet is kind of lost. And uh, <coughs> excuse me, the angel says, uh, do not 
neglect or do not despise the day of small things, the beginnings. Do not despise them. Do not neglect them. Why? Because if the Spirit of the, God, uh, of the Lord is in it, it's not by might nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord, that things will happen, that God will change circumstances. So maybe you're in a day of small things. Maybe you're in a day that you do not value what's happening with your life. But uh, a, a secret of life, a secret of having the power of God in us, is to recognize that God is in everything we do. And God led you to the place where you're in right now. Even if you think, oh, but I'm not doing a great thing. Oh, I'm kind of uh, uh, in a situation of poverty. Uh, I was uh, uh, in this situation and now things went down. I, I was rich, now I am poor. I, I was um, uh, in charge of all these people and now I'm in charge of just myself. And we may look at circumstances in our life and, and think uh, that we're not succeeding. But when the Spirit of God is with you, the day of small things gets a new meaning. Because God will give you vision for your life and for your future. So we're going to have some time of, uh, of worship right now. If you're watching me online, I'm going to conclude this time with a word of prayer for you. We're going to have a, a, a time of worship and then we're going to have a, a, a word of encouragement in French with Pastor Sylvie. So bear with us. And if you cannot watch right now, the rest, you can uh, look uh, into this file later and, uh, and just uh, scroll to the part that you want to, to listen to. So I'm going to invite you here in the room to stand. And I want to pray for you. All right? I want to pray a word of transformation. Look into your life and acknowledge that God is in control, that the Spirit of the Lord is with you. And even though this is maybe a day of small things, God will accomplish everything He has planned for you. Just believe it. And when you see something that looks small, maybe you started your business, looks like it's a small business. Or maybe you've lost your family and you're starting all over again. God can do great things with you. So now I pray, God, for all of the children and all of the people that are watching this broadcast right now. And all of us here in this room at the Passion Center. And I pray, Lord, that you bless each one of us. Open our eyes. See, allow us to see the Spirit of the Lord accomplishing great things through us. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen.